Welcome to the Tate Wheeler Podcast, a podcast about inspiration, perspective, and purpose. Let's do this. You're going to win the fight and thrive again because the fire inside you burns brighter and stronger than any fire around you. Remember, you're worth fighting for. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is part two of winning the fight in your mind. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. This episode is a build off of a part one, but it's not necessary to then listen to part one first. Just go back and listen to it after, after you finish this one. Another milestone in the podcast, we hit over 6,500 downloads this last week, so thank you so much for listening. One way you could continue to help grow the podcast is to make sure you leave a review along with some comments like KJ Finney did when she said Tate provides inspiration whether he is physically challenging you or spitting some knowledge that mentally challenges you. I also like that I can listen with my kid in the car knowing that there's a good lesson in each episode. Thank you so much for that, Finney. You're going to be entered in to winning a mindset coaching session for leaving a review with comments. So let's get into the episode today. Today we're going to talk about the toolbox to winning the fight in your mind. So last week we we identified the fight. We talked a little bit about it. I gave you one tool um, that I'll remind you of today. But today we're going to get into the entire toolbox. And I also will give you things that have no business in the toolbox along with uh, last week I hinted at it. Uh, I'm going to give you the full challenge update of what I'm going to put my body through and why. So stay tuned to the end of the episode where I'll, I'll let you know all of those details along with the new nonprofit I'll be kicking off this week. So before I give you the tools, I have to start with the things that we need to eliminate. These are the things that have no business in your mind, no business in the toolbox. If you want to win your battle, we can't have these things controlling us on our day-to-day. So uh, the first thing I'm going to talk about is seeking approval. Uh, Our worth should not be tied to always trying to make other people happy to always get approval from others. And I think the easiest example is we could think back to our middle school or high school years of when we would want to say or do things to fit in, even if we knew it wasn't a part of our character. And that habit can continue today. Um, I see it all the time where people will say or do things to try to fit in, to be accepted. And uh, there's enough fake people out there. Uh, You can find fake people, fake news, fake um, fake things everywhere, everywhere you look. Uh, but we're not looking for those things. We're looking for real authenticity, some truth and that you're going to find. And when you are real and authentic, that's when you're going to find your happiness. So uh, the thing that's not in the toolbox, again, is seeking approval. That's not going to be a recipe for success on winning the fight in your mind. The next thing that has no business in the toolbox is judgment. Judgment has a negative effect on both your emotional and your physical health because our perceptions create our reality. And the problem is we start to take our opinions and judgments as facts. And if you can think about a time in your life where you've been judged wrongfully or unfairly, wouldn't you want or wouldn't you have loved for someone to extend some grace to you um, and saw you for who you actually were? Why would we not want to extend that same grace? And so when we judge, 
we trigger all sorts of things and it starts in our mental health. It, you know, judgment can trigger anxiety. It can trigger high blood pressure, uh, heart problems. Judgment is super bad for you. And so let's not spend our time judging, not belonging in the toolbox and right next to judgment. I would say it's like the, the evil step sister of judgment is gossip. Uh, gossip has no place in the toolbox because it kills trust. It isolates you. It hurts others. Uh, my rule on gossip, I've, I've managed teams for a long time. I've helped um, even other small businesses. And my rule on gossip is this. If you're not talking to the person who can solve the issue, you're gossiping. So if you are you have an issue with somebody and you're talking to them and you're trying to hash it out, that's not gossiping. But if you have an issue with somebody and you're talking behind their back to a coworker and then maybe another coworker in the break room or wherever else, you're gossiping. So if you're not talking to the person that can solve the issue, you're gossiping. So we're going to eliminate that gossip from the toolbox. And the last one we're going to talk about just real quickly is complaining. And this, I like literally dug into this for like 30 minutes today, but there was a Stanford study uh, and it, it said that 30 minutes of complaining a day damages your brain. It literally actually peels back the neurons that are part of your brain used for problem solving and cognitive response. So the worst part of it, it not only affects you, the person complaining, but it affects the person you're complaining to. So it damages both you and the person that you're, quote unquote, venting to. Um, so that person that's listening to you complain is also damaging their neurons in their brain. And so it's negatively affecting both people. I'm not saying it's not, it's not okay to be upset at times. I'm not, I'm not saying you can't express frustration. But remember that same rule. Like, are you from gossip? Are you talking or... Um, identifying it to a person that can make the difference. Like if you're, if if you're not complaining about the thing or to the person that can help change it, you're just going to negatively affect yourself and the people around you that are listening to you vent. So let's eliminate those things from the toolbox right away. Uh, and now we're going to actually get to the real things that should be in the toolbox. So the first thing that every toolbox needs to be equipped with is a hammer, right? And the hammer is something that I've been hammering on you for as long as you've listened to this podcast, but maybe this is the first time you've listened. So I hammered it on in part one, and I'm going to hammer on just briefly again today, and it's gratitude. That feeling of, of being blessed. And remember, when you focus on gratitude, it brings you more joy, it brings you more love and laughter into your life. Why wouldn't you want more of that? I once heard someone compare gratitude to a magnet, and they said, the more grateful you are, the more you will receive to be grateful for. And I love that. That's It's the hammer, right? You have to have, it's the number one thing that you have to have in your life to feel fulfilled, to live and feel a fulfilled life. You got to have gratitude. So I'm not going to spend extra time on gratitude because I hit on that last episode. Uh, the next tool to winning the fight in your mind, I want you to think of a tape measure. And The tape measure is going to compare to the memory bank. And the memory bank, the longer you pull a tape measure, the more inches you see. And you see all those little notches. And when you are going 
in a when you're in a battle in your mind, when you're for, when you're fighting to try to win this battle in your mind, you need to have victories that you have had in the past. And so that's the tape measure. Those are those little notches are the victories, the things that you have overcome in the past to give you that new perspective. Those are the moments that you can think of that you've overcome adversity and it's going to help equip you with winning that fight today because you know that you have won fights before. You've overcome challenges before. So if you're going to go after a big goal or a dream, you need to have a long tape measure of experiences that will give you the strength and the courage to take on the challenge ahead. If you don't, you'll avoid the challenges instead of attack them, and you'll ignore the fight instead of gear up for battle. And remember from last week, if you ignore the fight, you lose the fight. So we're here to win the fight, and part of that victory happens when you remember that you are not a victim, you're a fighter, a warrior, an overcomer. So remember that tool, that memory bank tool, the tape measure. The next one is an Allen wrench. <laughs> you got to have an Allen wrench in your toolbox. And let me tell you why. An Allen wrench is a symbol for me in this analogy today is it's signifying your core values. And if you can picture an Allen wrench, it's the one that it has a bunch of different sizes. Um, and some of them are bigger than others and some of them will fit into different, you know, different bolts that you would screw in. (laughs) Think of Ikea. You need like this perfect size bolt to put this Ikea thing together. But the Allen wrench, uh, that's your core values and they highlight what we stand for. They guide, they guide our behavior, the decisions we make, the goals we set, all those different sizes. Some are bigger, some are other. That's the playbook of how we should live and why we should live. It gives you meaning and purpose in each day. And I can think about like for me, I'm I'm big on on health, like health and personal growth are one of my top core values. That would be one of the biggest sizes for my Allen wrench because that connects my mind, my body, and my spirit. And part of another thing for me is like I love challenge. So I love challenging people. I love the challenge myself. And so certainly that's going to be a part of my core values. We're going to get into more core values later, but but I need you to identify your core values so that you have that playbook. So let me say some words. Authenticity, courage, purpose, enthusiasm, integrity, perseverance, vision, service, awareness, faith, focus, family, leadership. Those are just some examples of core values that you should be jotting down to align that playbook in your life. I want you to be who you are and own it. Remember, you don't have to be who others say you are. You have to be who you were born to be. In faith, we say you're not who other people say you are. You're who God says you are. And you got to own who you are. Be true to yourself, your core values, and make sure you identify those. You should be writing down those core values and making sure that they're in alignment with where you're going and the decisions you make each day. So the next tool we're going to use an example of is a level. And the reason why we're going to use a level is because a level helps you make sure that everything is straight. Everything is in alignment. It's making sure that, you know, we don't have anything crooked. We don't have anything off center. And so 
you've equipped your mind with gratitude, a memory bank full of challenges that you've overcome, and then the identity in a playbook with your core values. Now you just have that level to make sure when you're off, you simply start again. You go back to gratitude, you go back to that memory bank, and then you go back to your core values. So you got the hammer with your gratitude, you got the tape measure, all of those victories, all of that adversity you've overcome in your life, and then you also have your Allen wrench, those core values. Some are huge in your life. Maybe I say that word family or integrity, and it's just like, yes, that's one of my core biggest ones. That's like the biggest size Allen wrench. So you need to identify those. A level is used for more than one thing in the toolbox, so make sure you have that right balance where you can align your life in those uh, different areas to make sure that level, just a check on, is my mind right? Am I am I looking to gratitude? Am I do I remember all those things and keep you on track? Um, the last tool <laughs> is one of the most powerful, I believe. And when you put it into practice, it's it literally um, makes all the difference. And basically, it's it's not a specific tool; it's a certain tool that you would just give. Um, you're going to give tools to others, and it's about being a blessing. And when you can be a blessing, you start pouring into other people's cup, and you start giving them compliments, and you notice the little things. And like I, I think about like you notice when someone gets a haircut, you notice someone's shoes, you like their nails, like you just give someone a compliment. You're gonna go out of your way to make someone stay. It could be a gas station attendant, it could be a waiter or waitress, it could be a random person in the grocery store or your neighbor that needs to actually borrow some tools and you make a difference in their life. Maybe like physical tools, like they need to borrow uh, like a certain Allen wrench set, or maybe just a tool of hey, grab attitude and speaking that belief into them and you'll find it everywhere you'll find when you start to be a blessing it takes it takes practice and it takes reps but literally it makes life's it it, it, it makes your life so much more meaningful it multiplies everything in your life. And we know that multiplication in life is better than addition. And so it multiplies everywhere. You'll find gratitude everywhere you'll look. You'll find meaning in every day. You'll lay down your head at night with a grateful heart and you'll wake up with that attitude of gratitude ready to attack the day, to find meaning in today and to feel fulfilled today. Remember, what consumes our minds controls our lives. So the toolbox includes gratitude, a memory bank of challenges and experience you've overcome, your top three to five core values, and that feeling of being blessed to be a blessing to others around you. Remember that quote from the top. You are going to win the fight. You're going to win that fight in your mind and thrive today because the fire inside you burns brighter and stronger than any fire around you. Remember, it's not if we're going to face that battle in our mind, it's it's when. It could be happening right now. And regardless of where you're at in your journey um, on that fight in your mind, just remember to continue to utilize this toolbox to overcome. You're a fighter, you're an overcomer. And speaking of that, uh, that brings me to this next challenge and this next initiative that I feel called to do in my life. 
And let's start with the challenge first. So I mentioned the Memorial Day Murph Challenge. A Murph Challenge is well known. Uh, it's a one-mile run, 300 squats, 200 push-ups, 100 pull-ups, a one-mile run. The official RX version is also done with a 20-pound weight vest or body armor. And so that's what I'll be doing uh, on Memorial Day. And then I'm going to take that challenge, which is one of the more painful challenges I've ever done in my life, and I'm going to carry that through every day of June. So I'm going to do it for 31 consecutive days. And you may say, well, why would you do that? And <laughs> let me tell you why. Uh, I do believe things happen for a reason. And in my journey of helping people, took on a new meaning two and a half years ago. And I had a member who, if you listen to the podcast, Crystal, who walked into my club trying to cancel her membership. And our relationship at that point was, this is just a short story to give you some background, was a coach-member relationship where she'd often take my class, uh, I would give her a great workout, give her a fist bump, wish her well, and that was our relationship. And when she came in on that day, I knew something was up. And using the toolbox of trying to pour into other people, um, being a blessing to other people, I just genuinely cared. And she trusted me enough in that moment to tell me that she was battling cancer. And she hadn't told anybody yet. And I knew in that moment that I couldn't let her quit. And it didn't matter what it took for me. You know, she wanted to quit because... She was getting sick. The chemo was starting to wear on her. She was starting to lose her hair. And I uh, I just knew in that moment that my team and myself were going to be in her corner. Our community was going to lift her up. And I, I just simply told her, like, you're not quitting. We're going to win this fight, and I'm going to be by you along this journey. And that, that member-coach relationship turned into a friendship, which turned into family. And uh, 39 rounds of suffering later, um, she's still here. At, and at one point, she had three months to live. And uh, her battle's not over. But uh, neither is our fight. And there's days that she can't fight. And that's the purpose of this new initiative is, is uh, we're going to fight for you even on days that you can't, even on days that you're, you're too sick to. And I've just seen too much. I've, I've seen it, uh, what separation and isolation does to people. It makes them weak. And communities make us strong. And so I've seen it firsthand with Crystal. I've seen it um, with PTSD when my brother came back from Afghanistan. I've seen seen it uh, with Parkinson's members that are battling a, a disease they, they didn't deserve. And fighting those battles is tough. But when someone is in your corner, or even better yet, a community is in your corner, they believe that they can overcome. And that's where this initiative was, was I guess, planted in my mind. But I woke up a month ago, and I told my wife, we're going to start a nonprofit, and it's going to be called Every Day We Fight. And we're going to help connect people like Crystal or Parkinson's members or anyone facing a battle. And we're going to help them to feeling their best self again, to to lift them up, to fight back, to support them. And whatever battle they're going through, we're going to connect them to a a health and a wellness community. It could be a coach. It could be a trainer. It could be a health club. It could be a fitness tribe. But we're going to connect them and remind them that we're stronger in community and we are never fighting alone. And so it's this, this initiative and this organization will inject hope into people that are suffering uh, and see what a community can do to lift them up. 
And I believe there's no victory without a battle. And whether that battle leaves scars and pain in someone's life, we're going to be an inspiration. We're going to make them feel like that fighter and overcomer and give them that hope. And we, and I fully recognize, but the organization is going to recognize that some of the people that are fighting battles uh, have open wounds right now and they need to have time to heal. And we're going to help them do that. We're going to help them overcome and believe in themselves again. And we're going to encourage and lift them up in times of doubt and fear. And we know that we can give them the support they need. So if that sounds like something that you'd love to be a part of, we'd love to be, we'd love to have you join us. Crystal is going to be a a member of my board of directors. And she said this um, probably better than I can say it. Uh, Every day we fight is about understanding life is full of battles. Some hold more weight than others, but it's not the battle itself. It's about finding reason greater than yourself to fight, to keep going. When we can do that, you'll never feel alone. And I love that um, someone that's going through a battle that is so hard to imagine can speak that truth and that life um, in that statement. And there was like, I asked Crystal one more thing. I was just like, what is a, having a coach, what does having a community mean to you um, through your journey in, in fighting cancer for the last two and a half years? And she said, my number one favorite thing that it's done for me is, it, 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 that, is that you've been able to take time out of your busy day to sit down and talk to me on the hardest days when most when most people are scared to even look at me. She went on to say, "You find, you help me find meaning in the pain and help me envision future when I can't see, when I can't see it, and reminds me that I'm not alone." And I just think that, I mean, Crystal has a community. What about all those people that do, that don't have it? And we need to find those people. Maybe you're listening and you know one of those people. Maybe you're listening and you are that person. Well, guess what? Every Day We Fight is an organization that's going to lift you up and get you to believe in yourself again. And uh, whether it's you or someone you know, um, we're going to raise dollars to help make sure that everyone knows that there's an organization specifically dedicated to them, regardless of their fight, that can help them be a part of something bigger. And uh, if that sounds like something that you'd like to lock arms with us, we'd love to have you as an ambassador. We'd love to have your support. And that support may mean just sharing it, sharing it with others. That support may mean financial support. That support may mean being an ambassador for our organization. Uh, I would just ask that you, uh, the show notes will have a link tree um, for how you can connect with me either on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Let's connect, and I'll be launching all of that information this week along with the, you know, the ways that you can help and support and follow this mission, and uh, we just thank you. I mean, I, I truly thank you. It's a little bit uh, longer. This is just straight from the heart for me, a little bit longer. This is not a part of the, the regular podcast routine, but I, I appreciate you so much for just taking a little extra time and listening to what this new initiative in my life will do. The 
podcast will still be here, but I just want you to know if if, if you feel like any of this rings um, true to you that you would like to lock arms with us, we'd love to have you. And so I, I appreciate you taking some extra time to listen to the podcast. I thank you so much for um, your support, and uh, I know that we're going to continue to uh, get stronger together this year and beyond. So thank you again, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you.